Hi, welcome to It's Fine, You're Fine, We're Fine, a spiritual journey transforming consciousness one conversation at a time. Guess what? In the grand scheme of eternity, we're all fine. Everything is fine. Join Tony and Dr. Matt in our weekly deep dive of all things healing, transformation, and awakening. Hey y'all, welcome back. Hey everyone, glad to be back after a little hiatus. I'm sure y'all missed us, I'm sure you've been dying, I'm sure you've not been able to live without us. If that's not the truth, then just pretend it is anyway, it's fine. <laughs> so we're so excited to be back and we're gonna like for a while kind of play with doing like recording a little less often. So, you know, those are gotten, gotten used to having more frequent podcasts. You're going to have to adjust that for a little bit, but it's still going to be lots of good juicy things that we're bringing to you. Yeah. And this is actually good news because what this, I mean, this is, we're busy. Right. We got a lot going on. We busy hoes. We're busy. We've been traveling. And honestly, you know, we know we can record when we are in separate cities, but. uh, It's not always the same. It's not always the same. You might notice the vibe is different when we're in the same room versus, uh, in separate rooms on separate sides of the country. And too, I feel like when we are out of town doing other stuff, whether it's for work or pleasure, a lot of times I'm like, I already have stuff I'm trying to do. And then trying to create space to like make time to record an episode. It's just like not always a reality. Right. Because wherever I'm at, I'm trying to just be there usually. Right. Whatever I'm doing. It feels better to be present when we're recording. Yeah, exactly. But we're not, we're not ready to just be done, to leave y'all behind. We're still going to (laughs) be like coming to you. It's just going, we just going to get to you when we get to you. Yeah. And it's going to be worth it. It will be. Mm -hmm. So, all right. As usual, we're going to start out with our It's Fine moments. We're going to kind of talk about like, I don't know, I guess like the inner work around like business, especially those of you that like have your own business or interested in having your own business or working for yourself or have little side hustles that maybe you would like to monetize more. Like we're just going to kind of focus on, you know, like what are the inner things, the spaces that you need to exist in, the things to transform to really help support that. Because at the end of the day, no matter what that external work is that you're doing, if you don't have the foundation of the inner work, it's not going to be able to hold up. And And, yeah. And there are oftentimes things that you would need to process in your quote, personal life too, and not just your business life. They're so connected, but they're so deeply connected. And uh, yeah, it'll be fun to touch on some Mm -hmm. of those. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Um, Okay. So for it's fine moments, should I go first? Would you like me to go first? I was going to ask you, do you have one this week? Ladies first. Yes. Um, yeah, so, you know, one thing that I've been noticing, and honestly, like, maybe for the past two-ish months or so, mm-hmm. maybe a little more than that, a little less than that, I've noticed myself being, like, a lot more sensitive, mm-hmm. especially, you know, in, like, terms of my relationship, and, which is, like, well, I'll, like, tell the story. So, basically, you know, like, I've had more things getting triggered lately, yeah. um, you know, for these past two months, like, which is all very kind of been in the context of my relationship with Michael, my husband, and, <laughs> you know, and it's interesting, because, you know, one thing that I've been struggling with, yeah. like, more than anything, is having, like, shame about having the triggers, getting embarrassed that there's, like, still triggers there, that I'm still getting activated, or still struggling with things. It's like, well, I've been working on a lot of these things for 20 years, some of them not as long, right? But I've been on my own healing journey for 20 years. And so like, I recognize that I put this pressure and these expectations on myself that, you know, there's a certain way that I should be operating in the world. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like something that I keep having to remind myself, like, is that it is fine that I'm having these moments where I'm being more sensitive and like recognizing that there's still things that I get activated and triggered about. And, you know, because at the end of the day, like no matter how much we heal and process and learn and grow and transform, we still have to integrate that in, right? And so for me, as a person that is in the longest relationship I've ever been in and hasn't really had a lot of like serious dating, long-term relationships and basically just had 
almost no experience with that my whole life. It's like I didn't have that experience as an opportunity to learn to, or to, to integrate like all of those things that were learning and growing and healing and processing and transforming. And now in this relationship, that's like my person and that I'm married, it creates that space to integrate those things. Right. And so it's like a lot of those things are kind of coming from like far back in the line that like maybe I've worked on forever ago and I'm just now getting opportunities to integrate those in to kind of you know walk the talk bring those into like a way of being and it's been challenging um and so you know for me like the blessing in it though as and as much as I have to keep reminding myself that it really is fine is that like I have an amazing partner who's so up for like always talking about it communicating about it processing through it working together you know like we're both like so up for supporting each other through the processes, owning our own triggers, being accountable for our own shit, being there however it is that we need to. So, you know, like something beautiful that's come out of that is we have never in our little over three years of being together now, like had a better communication and like our communicating, like we literally are both getting to a point where we just like say what we feel and like what, like, you know, what's there for us because both of us have always kind of been because we're like this with people but especially like in our relationship we don't want to upset the other person you know like we want to like put everything into making sure that our partner's happy and so I think that there's definitely been moments where maybe we kind of like held stuff in or tiptoed around some things and that's really been transforming a lot which has actually brought us so much closer than we already even were and so it's been like really beautiful and it's been like hard at times and I'm so grateful for it it's amazing yeah and then like then to really get to not just have to only remind myself that it's fine but to get to have that lived experience of feeling that it's fine right like that has been super helpful and I mean I guess like for me it's just really been a lot about trusting yeah right and having like the faith that like this is who I want to be with and like I'm willing to be accountable for my own shit and not like place blame on my partner because that is something that a lot of people do in fortunate relationships is blaming your partner for what you're struggling with. And the reality is that, that struggle on some level was already there before that person was even in our lives. Right. So like we have to own our own shit. And how uh, is it that, how are you handling the feelings of shame or guilt showing up that, you know, you're a, teacher and a healer but mm-hmm. you're still having these very that yeah feelings like that's like, activation show yeah, up that's where where the shame and embarrassment has been around right and then like and which has been like powerful because of course I'm always reminding everyone else that like it doesn't matter how long it all takes and it doesn't matter who you are like that doesn't mean like that the work is done so it's great because I feel like there's been a few years while where I was definitely like a little more smooth sailing right yeah um so it yeah it's been interesting having all that come up so like for me my process that I just have to work with is really more about self-talk right of kind of like you know comforting myself and like reminding myself that it's okay like to still be feeling these things or experiencing these things or struggling with these things or having these like old wounds kind of getting triggered and then kind of giving myself permission to get excited about the opportunity to transform those things. Now that piece is for sure always after the fact, because of course in the moment, they no excitement there. (laughs) Um, The the complete opposite of that, right? But like that, so that keeps helping too, like almost in a way like retrain my brain and even retrain my nervous system, that there can be excitement, right? And like gratitude for those opportunities, not just always like trauma or fear responses. Yeah. Well, and just because you're teaching these things all day, <clears throat> you know, to all of your clients, these mm-hmm. specific things that you're in turn experiencing, right? you know, um, it doesn't mean that it's because it's not happening to you. Exactly. It's like, um, you know, an expert is not somebody that has succeeded more. It's somebody that has quote, and I'm using this term mm-hmm. like loosely, but somebody who has failed more. Yeah. Uh, like you just had more opportunities exactly. to play it through over and over and over again exactly like in in an intentional way too yeah absolutely that's great yeah it's I love it I'm grateful for it that's amazing especially when I'm not in the moment of the emotion yeah (laughs) um what about you what's been Um, your it's fine moment so um last like the Sunday before President's Day 
I got all of these emails directly to my personal email address that was saying that a confirmation um, for a hotel room that I had booked in New York and, you know, that my card was going to be charged and, you know, here are some great and fun things to do in New York and all of these things. Right. And I did not book a trip to New York. Okay. <laughs> so I was teetering this line with, is this, a, this is obviously a scam of some kind, whether somebody used my credit card or not, right? Um, or they're trying to get me to click on a link and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So I like, like attempt to cancel whatever this is. But what I'm mostly trying to figure out is the card that has been charged because it doesn't right. say anywhere on this thing, like which card they're attempting to charge. Right. So it's also the Sunday before President's Day. So the bank is closed. The bank is closed. Well, of course. Right. Um, <laughs> That's probably why they sent it that day. So you could just right. contact the bank immediately. And so I'm, I cancel because I have this confirmation number and all this stuff, I cancel the, the room. And then it says, well, this was a non-refundable room, blah, blah, blah. And that I need to, or that I might still be charged like a fee or something like that. So I try to get in contact with the hotel so that I can find out which card has been charged. Right. And they're like, nobody's here to process that or to look at that information until right. Tuesday. And I'm like, Cool. So on Tuesday, I spend quite a bit of time on hold um, trying to talk to the hotel and all for them to tell me, well, we don't actually keep the credit card numbers. We just process the credit card numbers, but we don't even have them. It just shows up as a bunch of X's for us. And I'm like, after I had already talked to the place where they booked the hotel through right. and they said that processing payments happens at the hotel, they don't mention that they're the ones that collect all that. So right. I spent a lot of time on hold. Finally, I was just like, whatever is, is happening, like it's going to be okay. I was also like in this situation where I was, uh, you know, I'm like, I don't, if I can't find out the card that's they're attempting to charge, like I'm not gonna just immediately cancel all my cards because I have payments pending like like on Venmo and some other things. And if I cut off one card, I can't like actually right. receive that payment. And um, it just was starting to become a small nightmare. So right. finally uh, I contact booking.com again and I'm like, look, Yes, I have a confirmation number and yes, I received the email, but not, I did not book this room and I just need to know. She's like, well, it was canceled. I'm like, yes, I canceled it because I didn't book this room. And I really just need to know the credit card number that was used. And she's like, well, I can't give out a credit card. Number. Great, give me the last four. And I said, that's fine. I just need the last four. And she's like, we only get the last two. And I'm like, I mean, that should be helpful. Let's not Yeah. And I'm I'm thinking like, okay, when I get this, then I gotta call the bank and cancel that card. And hopefully it's not like a card mm-hmm. that I'm and she tells me it, it's a card ending in six three. And I'm like, well, I don't have I like took out all my cards mm-hmm. for my credit cards, my debit card, everything. Right. I don't have any cards that end in six three. Well, praise the Lord. And then I re- remembered that my old debit card number right. ended in six three, and I'm like, "Well, psh, nothing to even do now because yeah. that was." Yeah, hey. I should be able to book that either. Yeah, that, that was card stand right. So no wonder. It was, <laughs> wow. Yeah, so it all worked out, but it was like um, I never let myself get into that place of panic, and I was really proud about that because in the past, when things like that have happened, I've definitely. You know, it's only happened, I think, once or two other times, maybe. Right. But I've definitely gotten to a place where I'm like panicking, and then like all of these like stories of lack and why me and these types of things start to flood in. And I just never let it get to that point. Good. Um, just knowing that like whatever happened, it was going to be okay. Right. 
It's not the end of the world. It's a, yeah, yeah, solvable problems. Even if it wasn't, like, it's, you still would have been fine. Right. Well, I mean, you know, Marie For Forleo, everything is figure outable. I mean, it really is, though. Yeah. Like, so that's such a true statement. Yeah. I mean, nothing too, like, crazy, but in well, the I'm moment. glad you didn't have to, like, cancel any cards or any of that shit or deal with just yeah. so much more work than what yeah. you had already put in. Right, well, good luck using a card that don't exist, bitch. Right, have fun with that one. Right. <laughs> yes, shop all day. Yes. It's on me. And the woman that helped me, her name was Tony with an I. So. Of course it was. Yeah, that was a. That's cute. The woman That's who cute. I, the final phone call, yeah. I got all the way, you know, had to wait for myself right. to help myself. So. Mm, talk about a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> well, message from the universe. Yeah. That's well, you know, amazing. it's funny. I never really meet other tony's like to and i right it's rare um but even my doctor uh when i when i signed on to get mm -hmm. um testosterone my doctor's sure. name is tony with an i wow it's kind of crazy yeah it's like very synchronous because well, right from my appointment i was like all right if this is like the the path that i that i i should be walking mm -hmm. on if this is the right thing make it undeniable for me to know and it's like dr tony and dr tony <laughs> <laughs> praise the lord that's a testimony right, right. there <sighs> i guess we chills i love that i i mean you could it doesn't like break my heart or anything mm -hmm. to say this and i i know she won't care about dr tony ramirez and my Dang. actual name She's is even latino so yeah. that's amazing it's, that's it like a whole wild. next level yeah dark hair glasses the whole thing wow <laughs> like y'all could be like cousins maybe right distant cousins yeah that's amazing so so y'all remember it's fine it's fine no matter what the hell's going on it's fine and if it ain't fine in the moment it's gonna be fine yeah if so, you, and if you can get yourself to a place of it's fine before you even know what's gonna happen that's even better right because if you, you can decide uh in the moment before you have all the answers all the information that it's fine then guaranteed no matter what information shows up it'll still be fine right. i mean between being a spiritual being and a human being you are way more equipped than what you maybe realize you are or believe you are so like remind yourself all the time that you're so much more than what you think you are yeah. so you have those abilities together any kind of moment that's rising yeah that's fine you're fine we're all fine we are. At least we're all going to be. Um, so, okay. So, like, today's deep dive, just kind of, you know, the inner work uh, and all the things to really be, like, aware of when having a business, starting a business, taking a business to the next level. You know, like, I've had my own business, like, in my healing practice for 12 years now. And then Tony does a lot of, like, business coaching with clients and, like, helps, like, businesses set themselves up and get started and so like you like and then also working for yourself as well yeah. right so like you know both of us have like all these kind of different aspects of business that we still always have that foundation you know of like our spiritual kind of you know values and awarenesses and like those inner things that we really work on transforming that you know help bring us success yeah right and these are things these are the same things that i work on in my quote personal life too yeah boundaries, my beliefs about abundance, mm -hmm. my beliefs about worth, my beliefs about what I'm capable mm -hmm. of doing. Am I smart enough? You know, am I enough in general? All of these things are deeply embedded into my business work as Absolutely. much as they are in my day-to-day -day mm -hmm. outside of my business. Yeah. And oftentimes your business, especially if your business is like an expression of your purpose or your passion it's a reflection of you yeah right and so if you're really like focusing on like living all those things tony was just sharing about as well as transforming any spaces that's kind of getting in the way of you being in those spaces the abundance the success what's possible the opportunities like in alignment all of those things like if you're working on that within yourself it's always going to radiate out and ripple out into your business in a very positive way yeah you know like one thing i always notice if I ever have moments where I have like less clients than what I want to, 
it's never because of what's happening in the world or in the community or this or right. that. It's always because of what's happening in me. There's no lack of people that want right. to pay you. Right. <laughs> yeah, like I worked during COVID and it literally had the biggest year I'd ever had. Yeah. Right. And like that has continued. And sure, like, you know, there's more people starting to seek out like things to help them with their mental, emotional and spiritual health. But like there is also so many people out there doing that work. Right. And so like the people aren't going to be able to find you if you're not energetically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically available. Right. That's a client that I or a conversation I have with all my clients, all my students, because, of course, they're all healers, pretty most of them wanting to work for themselves. Right. It's like we have to be energetically available. Anytime I find my thoughts going into like, I don't want to work today or I want like some time off or I've been working too much or I don't want to do this or I don't want to do that. If I'm in that, especially for a few days in a row, all of a sudden I'll have people moving um, appointments or canceling appointments or just nobody scheduling appointments (laughs) to fill in the holes. And like this is something I started noticing probably like four or five years ago, something like that, maybe five years ago. And it took like some time to figure out how to really like work with it. But now I notice that shit right away. I'm like, oh, my flow of clients has slowed down. I'm like, all right, Matt, where you been? What's been happening inside of me? I'm never like blaming it on there's not enough or no one wants to see me or my work doesn't have value or any of that stuff. Because I know at this point that there is such an infinite abundance of people, of opportunities, of of money, of everything, right? To help me have a successful and thriving business where like literally all I have to do is what I love doing. That's my purpose, that is my passion, right? And so you have to make sure that you are available energetically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, because if you're not, you're gonna stop that flow of the abundance, the successes of everything coming to you. Like you're basically putting up a wall that's saying no. Your being attracts your like. So if exactly. your being is, I don't want to work. If your being is, I feel like I want some time off. Yeah. If your being is not really sure about going in, I, I'm not really, I don't know. Then uh, that will show up exactly. in various ways, whether it's clients are canceling, you're sending out tons of proposals, they're not being picked up or you know, you got all the way to the, almost the finish line with somebody and then it just doesn't work out. And the way that Matt and I work is a little bit different Mm -hmm. and that Matt has a lot more like daily one-on-one clients. And Mm -hmm. I do have some clients, but majority of my work now is going, like I go out and I get clients, uh, get the people that I want to work with and and work on projects and submit proposals. And, you know, it's, I know immediately when I have, when I start to have the belief that I'm not good enough or I'm not smart enough or I don't know quite know how to get the like get this project done and my being starts to come from a place of not enoughness or um, inadequacy mm-hmm. because then immediately that'll be reflected back to yeah. me and to and to somebody that you know I've had a few like calls with and we're like ready to get something signed and then we're gonna hold off or you know I actually I was gonna pay you to do the whole project but now I'm I'm gonna I'm still gonna pay you to do part of the project but I want this other person to handle this thing that's like when I really think about it could I have done it a hundred percent but I let that beingness of I'm inadequate, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough. I, it would be too hard for me to figure out how to do it. Really, really like creep in and yeah. become my being. And then it immediately is reflected in my deals. Because yeah. remember y'all, the universe is an agent of responding. Whoever right. you're being, the universe is gonna respond to that. There's no like, personal opinion there's no bias that the universe has for a certain person or the work we're doing or favoritism or how being favored or any of that kind of shit it's like whoever you're being that's the energy you're going to come into alignment with the great news about that is yes is if you are being i am a perfect fit for this client or this mm-hmm. job i 
um, am lit up about being here. I love my job. I have more ideas than I could even know what to do with. I am yeah. so excited about what I get to do every day. Watch it flow in. Yeah, because you're worthy of all of that, right? You have to live in that space of self-worth, of willingness to allow those opportunities to find their way to you because there is nothing in all of the goodness and amazingness and abundance and success and opportunities that you're not worthy of or that aren't possible for you. And if there is shit in your head telling you the opposite of that, call it out. Like whenever my shit, my rackets start going in my brain, I always tell it to fuck off. Yeah. Um, yeah, I basically imagine it as like another version of me or as a person, like kind of self-personifying, except bring it out of my head. And then I tell it to fuck off. Get the fuck out. Exactly. And that's my way of kind of moving that energy or transmuting it. And you can have whatever version yours is. So, you know, like you have to kind of, like we've heard us talk about numerous times in previous episodes, using that self-talk, right? As like a tool to help talk yourself like off the ledge or through the things. And if you need that space of like extra time or things slowing down, then you can be, let yourself be intentional about that, not from a space of fear or lack, but right. from a place of like, like acknowledging what you need and honoring that, right? And, and like sending that intention out and letting the universe so help support you in that without right. it having to be from like a fear anxious like like wound space right because it's of course okay for you to have that no matter what your business is or it's about a service a product or whatever else it may be yeah you know and one question i get asked literally all the time especially because all my clients are healers and is how do you market yourself and you know like my marketing is usually more of an inner thing than an outer thing. I mean, I'll post stuff on social media sometimes, right? Whenever I'm feeling inspired, I don't have a rule of thumb or a system or anything like that. It's just when I'm feeling it, I post it. When I'm not feeling it, I don't, right? right. Because if you try to force it, it's not going to have the same magnetism as when you're feeling lit up about it and inspired by it, right? And so my response is always, I just tell people who I am and what I do, right? Like, I feel like in business, especially because like the outer world of business, like really complicates things. And there's so many systems and so many particulars and details of all the things that you got to do in order to be successful. But like, we're realizing in consciousness now that that just doesn't have to be the case, right? right? If you're doing that inner work and you're doing what lights you up and what you love, like you're going to be successful. And so whether I'm on social media or I'm meeting people, I'm just literally tell people who I am and what I do. Right. And like, because I'm doing work that lights me up, that I feel passionate about, that I feel inspired by, that is my purpose. And I'm also doing it in a way that is honoring me too, not just all of my clients. There's no way that I can't be successful, right? And in a way that works for me. Um, you just have to make sure that you're willing to like allow whatever your business is to be win-win. Because I feel like a lot of times business owners and entrepreneurs get so stuck in that achieving mode right. and like, which a lot of times that's coming out of fear and scarcity, right? That, it, that like things fall apart or they fall flat or things are missing or things get fucked up, right? Instead of allowing yourself to just say like, this is what I'm available for. I know I'm worthy of it. I'm trusting it's going to work out. Then I'm going to see what happens. For me, over the last 12 years, being a business owner, because the first part of that was not full time. I had restaurant jobs and stuff like that too. I had to literally take so many leaps of faith, like constantly, Yeah. right? Like, cause I didn't have the evidence to tell me this was gonna work. Like, I mean, in fact, I had all the evidence telling me that it probably wouldn't work, right? I mean, like now in 20, oh, 2022, technically, um, we're seeing so many like healers, people who do similar things that I do, able to like really have businesses and be thriving. That's such a thing. But when I started this 12 years ago, like that was not really like my perspective or like uh, most of the other healers or spiritual teachers that I knew basically had the opposite experience, yeah. right? And so, you know, I had to let myself kind of lead through there and trust that everything was going to work out, not because I had evidence to tell me it was going to work out, but because I believed I was worthy of it but because I wanted it to, and because I'm of worthy of what I want. Exactly. Yeah. My beliefs is what made it work. Right. It's my beliefs is why my practice and my business is successful. Not any other reason. Yeah. And, you know, um, I was actually just talking to Matt um, when we were just catching up about how one of the things for me in my business that, again, it's not 
like we're telling you all this and we have we aren't still like working on all of mm-hmm. these things one of the things in my business that i've been really 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 working on a, a, a belief system uh in the last i'd say six months or so is that I can get paid without having to ask for it. Mm-hmm. I can get paid on time. And th- again, this is like something that's a little bit different in the way that Matt and I do business is yeah. I might do like a six month or a year long project and get paid, you know, at milestones or right. maybe I'll get paid for some, I might get paid every two weeks or for others it's I get paid when the work is done or I get paid at once every three months or it just, it varies. It's not like I get paid. Uh, if I see you, I get paid. It's a little bit different right. in that. So sometimes that relies on, I'm going to send you an invoice and you're going to pay it. Right. But I was coming into all of these things or these situations where I was invoicing somebody and then not getting paid mm. or getting paid, but like a few weeks late or a few months late. And or not the full amount or not the full amount right. or I, they would pay it, but I would always have to ask them about it or remind them about it or you know even tell them like I need you to pay this because x y and z I have this bill to pay or and you know it's I would say like just within the last few months specifically I have been hammering in hard so hard that I get paid in full on time every time. Mm. People want to pay me. They're excited to pay Absolutely. me. They don't question any part about paying me and that I don't ever need to prove why I deserve to be paid for work that I've been I've done. And I was just telling them, signed on this uh, new client um, over the weekend and it could not be more clear, one, how excited they are to pay me, two, that they want to pay me very well, and three, their whole system is set up so that all of that is extremely clear. Like, it could not be more clear when you get paid, how you get paid, why, you know, what you're being paid paid for, that you are (laughs) going to get paid, and I told him, I said, this is a direct reflection of this belief system that I have been actively working on changing but I have really 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 been like doing the work on this particular belief Mm -hmm. system because man it has been a struggle at times it's not and it's not that like I work for bad people but because it's never it's not about them it's been about me Mm -hmm. that somewhere inside of me I felt like I needed to like deserve twice over getting paid and that I have to justify why I I have earned the money that I and that what I'm gonna or that like for whatever reason it's okay to not pay me or I I can work for free or any and none of those are true yeah so they're definitely sustainable in a world that relies on money right well something else that um that i very intentionally went into uh the last two projects that i've i've worked on uh you know since like october or so has been and i knew this inherently but not focusing on the money that i'm making but on the value i'm providing Mm. Love that. Because I've found now that when I focus on the value that I'm providing versus the money that I'm making, and it's not that the money is not important, mm-hmm. but I've been focused on providing that amount of value right. and being of service. And man, it really resonates. Yeah. Well, it makes a difference too, yeah. because at the end of the day, it's like that's almost like the root of like the amount of money piece right so it's like if you're focusing on the roots then the amount of money that's happening can be the expression of that it's like focusing on the quality versus the quantity exactly kind of situation which is always okay to do it that way i mean that's everything we're talking about today is focus on the inner like what's at the root what's at the core because like sure can you be successful 
without focusing on the inner work? Absolutely, it's possible. Are you going to be happy? Is it going to be sustaining? Are you going to have to like, are you going to be able to have like a balanced life or you're not having to like work yourself to the bone? That's another story. Yeah. It's unlikely. And again, another story to unfold is like the belief that you have to work really hard Mm -hmm. in order to make money because that's a belief that has been instilled i mean not just in this country in the u.s but in so much of the world and such like a like it's like a fundamental value right that so many people are raised with you gotta work hard in order to make money right but from a human design people let's take note and learn from our projector people that are here to teach us that you can make the most amount of money by doing the least amount of work (laughs) right so like like we are here and we are ready to transform that that we don't have to just work so hard to pay our bills not to work so hard to live or to thrive or to like just get by like that's outdated shit and of course it still exists because even tony and i in our 30s grew up hearing those things Mm -hmm. right and so of course so many people older than i heard it so much and even people younger than us have still grown up grown up hearing it depending on where they're growing up who they're growing up with yeah like there's no reason why like money and success and opportunities and abundance can't come to you easily it's all a natural expression of who we are in the core of our soul so there's no reason why you can't have all of that with ease and unless you're telling yourself that you can't and when i when we say like heart like you don't have to work hard. I don't mean that you don't have to be intentional with your work, right, conscious with your, work, with your work, have integrity, or that there's not going to be effort put in. Mm-hmm. Um, like I always use passive income, right. like, or as an example, like yeah. writing a book, for instance, that's no easy feat. Right. Like, even if it, it all just flows out of you, the time and energy that it goes, it takes to yep. go through and edit it and then put it together and, and then like do your artwork and your graph all of that stuff it takes time yeah. and it takes effort but after that's completed everyone that sold was that hard work when right. somebody bought your book on a random tuesday and right. you were just chilling at home no that wasn't hard and when you're doing what you love what you're passionate right. about and like what feels like your purpose working hard or like like putting in a lot of effort and so like things that you love doing isn't going to feel like such right. hard work right right especially like in the way that like a lot of us were raised and so like it's just you know we, we just want to be those reminders that there are so many other ways of looking at like having your own business no matter what your business is about in a way where there could be balance there could be happiness there could be joy there could be success there could be freedom there could be ease all of it is possible but none of it is possible without you transforming any of your resistances is, or (laughs) blockages or wounds around you being able to have those things yeah but you have to be willing to give yourself permission to have those experiences that you want to have and i will say that my experience working with clients that i have one of the biggest blockages i routinely see is judgment Mm -hmm. when we look at other people and we have judgment about what it is that they're doing or how it is that they're able to a big one is about money like Mm -hmm. oh well it must be it's you know easy for you to say when you've got all this money and you've got this successful business and And, you know all that that judgment is doing is every thought that you have is just laying a brick in the wall Mm -hmm. creating that blockage between you and the thing that you most want because often that judgment is actually, I hate to tell you this, jealousy, mm-hmm. meaning which is lack and scarcity, which is lack and scarcity, meaning when you're seeing that person and you're judging them for selling essential oils or for, you know, being on vacation without their kids. Right. We see a lot of judgment about like the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. They're easy. It's, you know, people, yeah. people easily go after them because you know they say oh well where are their kids oh well they're just selling like shit made in china or whatever they have a lot of judgment but they're making it work but the thing is that one what they're doing has nothing to do with you it's none of your business 
what I tell people all the time. <laughs> it's none you of your somebody, business. What they do is none of your business. Right. And two, having these judgments is, like I said, it's just brick by brick putting the block in between the thing that you want. Yeah. You're looking at this person enjoying the vacation or enjoying their success because you so deeply want that success. Yeah. And you're like reinforcing, I can't have that. Right, but the sooner you can get to, I wanna be on vacation without my yeah. kids. And I can. <laughs> and I can. And I'm going And to. what can I do to go on vacation? You know, right. Or like, I want to drive that car kind of car or I want to not have to go to my nine to five anymore. All right. those things are possible for you when you can let go of your judgment of other people and in turn drop that jealousy. And that is easier to do when you can just get immediately to I'm jealous because I want it. Mm -hmm. And then when you can admit you I want that shit, versus okay. being uh, having the judgment there. It's like the bricks can't even be placed. Right. There's no nothing for them to stack on. Yeah. There's no cement in between. Right. For them to Just get immediately on. like, oh, I'm jealous of that. It's because I want it. Mm -hmm. Now, what can I do to have it? Yeah. And it's okay to want it. And it's okay to want it. Yeah. Because this, this is something, because guess what, y'all? It's okay to want. Yeah. So many of us grow up being told it's not okay to want. Be grateful for what you have. Yeah, be grateful for what I have. And, and yeah. I can want more, right? Yeah. There, there's so much shame around like wanting and so much restriction around wanting. And there's no reason why you can't have more. Right. And wanting more does not automatically mean that you're not grateful for what you have. Now, you can want more and not be grateful for what you have, but those things are not necessarily directly connected to one another, like one causing the other right? Like that's going for more fundamental like wound space or lack of scarcity or unworthiness within you. It's okay to want, please allow yourself to want whatever the fuck you want. Because that's fine. My dad used to always say when I was a kid, whenever I'd say anything I wanted, which was not very often because it was never safe, at least with him to say yeah. like anything I wanted, he'd always say, want in one hand, shit so the other, my mom. see, see which, which one, one builds, builds up, up faster. faster. But in my hand, in my mind, every time I'd answer that question, <laughs> Well, I want it pretty bad and I don't have the shit right now. So my want for it is going to fill it up much faster. So can I have it? Right. And then go ask your grandma. Right. Then I go ask <laughs> Nanny, Betty Jean, and she'd usually make it happen. Right. Um, same. My mom said the same exact thing. Ugh. Yeah. Parents, let's, do, how about let's don't keep projecting all your bullshit onto your children by saying things like that yeah okay let's give your children the opportunity to start fresh to start anew without having to inherit all your bullshit because they hear you say it over and over and over or you directly kind of put those expectations or fears like into their mind like, yeah let's have a let's don't do that anymore you own your own shit period period yeah thank you please thank you please and thank you and then another thing too right like one thing i have conversations with clients a lot about is the expectations that they place on themselves mm -hmm. and a lot of times they're unrealistic you know and expectations are born of fear right like it's not a thing that like an expectation is basically your way of saying if this doesn't happen this way i'm not going to be okay right and so you have to trust that no matter what happens you're going to be okay you know the thing i always say to myself is well, I'll cross that bridge when I get to it, if I even get to it. That's true. Otherwise, I'm going to jump off the damn cliff and see where I land. We're going to see what happens. Hopefully, there's not a bridge there. Right. <laughs> if there is, I'm going to figure it out when I get to it. Yeah. But, like, it's really just about trusting that you are equipped with everything that you need to overcome any hurdle that might come your way, right? Because a lot of times people create these so super specific expectations. And then if things start to happen in a way that isn't those expectations, we start thinking, well, maybe it's not meant to be, or I'm not supposed to do it as if the universe shows up and says, you can't do that. You shouldn't do that. The universe isn't going to say you shouldn't do that. They're also not going to say you should do that. They're going to say, hey, you can do this if you wanted to. I'm just reminding you what's possible, but then you have to decide what you're going to do yeah. with it right well that's stuff that that should that always cracks me up when people are like well the universe like the universe will give this to me um if i like want it bad enough or like i don't know the if the universe doesn't want me to have it it won't have it here's the thing about quote the universe honey. Right. 
when you ask for something, when you think that you want something, it is immediately created. Mm -hmm. All you then have to do is match the vibration of the thing that you most want. Yeah, so you can come into alignment with it. So you can come into alignment. There is no no from the universe. Yeah. Universe, as Matt said, responds. Mm -hmm. So when you think about wanting something, it's immediately materializes, created, it's put on the shelf for you. All you got to do is come into a vibrational alignment mm -hmm. with it. Now, I'll hear people say things or, or have the belief that like, well, I already work for myself. I like, I don't know about like being able to like make six figures this year. Like I'm just not, and I'm like, it's too, that's not how the universe works, honey. It's every request is granted. Yeah. It's too much paperwork. Wow. They're not, it's not like somebody sitting up in the universe's office like, Okay, well, we reviewed your credit application right. to make six figures, and it looks like we already got you out of your nine to five last year. Yes, so so. You died. we're we're gonna hold off on this one. Um, and maybe like give it about six to nine months and we'll revisit. Okay, mm -hmm. honey, that's way too much paperwork. Universe like, yeah, <laughs> baby, get what you want. Come on. Whatever you want. It's there waiting for the you. The universe is like Oprah. You get a car. You get a car. You get a car. Right. Just get in the way of right. it. You know what I mean? Like line up for it with, uh, with it so that you can receive it. The only reason you don't have the thing that you most want right now is because you're not a vibrational match for yeah. it. Which means you're not allowing yourself to have it. And whether that is, quote, a good thing or a bad thing. And I also mean this, like people are crying about a partner that, you know, might abuse them mm -hmm. or a job that they so desperately want. And that job might be too restrictive for you or is going to have you operating at a seven instead of a 10. Right. So just know that whatever is out there for you, if you want it, become the vibrational match to it. And the other thing, when Matt was talking about expectations is instead of focusing so specifically on, I want this I, I want to make X amount of dollars every month, right. or I want to have this many clients focus on the way you want to feel mm -hmm. versus the specific quantitative amounts, because right. those feelings, what does it feel like to make 10 grand a month? It's not that it's not that you can't focus on that 10 grand a month, but what I'm saying is focus more on the feeling of the 10 grand a month right. than the actual 10 grand a month. Yeah. And then who knows, it might be 20. Right. Let it be magic. Amen. Should have been Okay. Uh, but, you know, all of that to say is don't get caught thinking that the universe is behind on its paperwork because right. it's it not. And the universe also ain't over here like deciding, oh, these people are special. So we're going to give them what they want. And these people over here aren't special. So we're not going to give them what so they want. Their loan is to deny yeah the universe is not my favoritism the universe don't give a shit it's like cool you want it awesome do you believe you're worthy of it you do great you want it okay awesome do you believe you're worthy of it you don't well baby you have to work on it like there is like tony said they, there's no one up there deciding flip it through your application <laughs> or your application right that's just not like how it is right and so here's the thing y'all if your business isn't successful it's because of you period and I know that does not feel good and I know that's an awful gross thing to have to look at but it's the truth right and if you feel but like it's great news yeah because <laughs> guess what you could do something about you right but you can't do shit about the world or other people or Your what's clients, happening yeah. right and so like the, the amazing thing about getting real with yourself in that way is that that means that there's a solution and if you're having a hard time figuring that out, you can contact Tony or I, right? Like we both do work that helps people like support those processes to like transform those things, to break through those things so that you can have that abundance and the success and the freedom and the joy and the whatever else you're looking for through your business. It's possible. Y'all can do this. Yeah. You just gotta be willing to do the work and show up, period. Because it's gonna happen. <laughs> As You're long as you do the work, exactly. And get excited about that. Yeah.
And guess what? Those of you listening to this that have no desire to have your own business, great. You can still reflect all the things we've talked about into your own personal life around like, you know, experiences that you want to have, opportunities you're trying to experience. Like you can still reflect all of those conversations into that too. So whether you want to have a business or not, you can still benefit from everything that we've shared about today. You can still uh, focus or think about what are the beliefs that you have about yourself, money, other people, even your employers. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I work for myself, quote, right? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean I don't have clients that are in charge of paying me. Right. <laughs> and we have lines of communication. We have to put in boundaries, all of these things. Mm-hmm. The same things that I had when I worked for an actual employer in a, in a different way. The power mm-hmm. dynamics are a little bit different, right. but, you know all of those uh those things that are necessary in relationships are still at play so you know like once upon a time when i my healing practice as a business wasn't super successful it's because i didn't believe that it could be but now that it's the most successful it's ever been in a way that's like really freaking thriving it's because i believe that i can have that yeah that's the only thing that changed it wasn't the world changing or people changing or any of that it was because i changed yeah. I transformed all the spaces where I was getting in the way. And I still continue to work on that. Doesn't mean I'm done. There's still like things there that I'm working to transform because I got a lot of big, lofty, ambitious dreams <clears throat> of why I want to create like with my work and how I want to be able to bring healing into the world more. And so like I have to continue to show up and do that work. It is sometimes tough. It's sometimes ugly to look in the mirror at, but I do it anyway. Because why not? And your great work will be supported. Exactly. That is what I have found over and over and over and over and over and over again. If when you are in alignment doing the thing that is your purpose, Mm -hmm. resources will show up for you in order to fulfill that purpose. Yeah. And when they show up, yeah, you got to say yes to it. Whatever. I start acting like you ain't worthy of it or it can happen or this or that. Just say yes and figure it out. Yeah. You're all way smarter than what you think you are. Like you are capable. If anything in you tells you it's that you're not, it's bullshit. It's a lie that you've learned at some point in your life. So let's start working through that. Hmm. Amen. All right, y'all. If you have any questions about any other aspects of you know what we've talked about today that you'd like us to address, either just messaging you back or even on the podcast, you can send those to us. You can email them, podcast at itsfine.online. You can also send them to us on Instagram. Any ways that you know to get in touch with myself or with Tony, you can always send us those questions. Um, and of course, always send your It's Fine moments too. Please. Absolutely. So we do have one question today from a listener that we're going to cover. And also remember any questions that you ever want to ask about anything that has to do with the world of healing, transformation, awakening, spirituality, new age, metaphysics, just being a human being and navigating life, you can always send those to Tony and I, and we're always happy to cover those on the podcast at the ends of our episodes and our Q&A segment. Yeah. Um, All right, Tony, do you want to read us our question for today? Uh, how do you suggest telling friends, family, and or your partner that you want some space to process emotions? This is a really good question. Yes. It seems like an obvious, like, cut dry question, but it's actually more loaded. What I mean is that, you know, like, how I would answer this question on the surface is say to your person, hey, I'm not ready to talk about this. I need some space to process my emotions, right? Or to just sit with this or to be with it. But like, that's not, those words are not always accessible from the brain, especially if you're like in a trauma response, if you're feeling frozen, if you're feeling like high anxiety, if your nervous system is amped up, if like that was just like such a deep core, like wound that's so triggered, you may not always be able to say that in the moment, right? Like it just may look like you're just avoiding, right? And so sometimes you can't say it in the moment. Sometimes you just have to, be in your shit and be okay with your partner, family member, whomever, like being irritated or upset, like that you won't communicate with them in the moment. And then when you feel like you've been able to move through that or process through that, like heaviness that's there, 
then you can kind of go back and maybe explain like what was happening and then say, I'm still not ready to really share about it yet. I feel like I need some space to just sit with it or to process. And then I would love, I'll let you know when I'm ready to share about it. And then I'll be more than happy to. Like that, like, so you have to kind of consider. And then when you're also on the other side, of the person that like wishes your partner or family member or friend like would talk to you because it's clear they're upset and you've like been asking what's wrong what's going on you can tell me like all of the things you've assured them you have space like everything and like they're just not doing it then you got to honor that yeah and this is one thing that michael and i like always are working on because i'm really pushy when i know something is wrong i'm like tell me right now i just want to talk about it right now and and, you know, I've had to, like, learn that, like, not everyone's always ready to talk about it right now. Shit, I'm sometimes not ready to talk about it right now. Yeah. And, you know, I realized that, like, you know, I always, like, have done that from a place of trying to fix it. Because if he stays upset, what if he, like, stays mad at me and he's going to want to leave me? So I've got to, like, fix it because he can't just be, like, upset with me. Yeah. And so, like, I've had to kind of also, like, learn this. Well, number one, if he is upset with me, that's okay. But a lot of the times he's not even upset with me. A lot of times he got <laughs> shit to do with me right so it's like we have to like learn how to allow our partner friend or family member whoever it is to just be upset without feeling like we have to fix it we can you can hold space whether it's next to them or from afar slam the door and walk out <laughs> right i'm just kidding uh this is a I good mean, question for emma happen. because emma likes to have a minute to just think about what is she even thinking about and right. i'm like mad is What's wrong? Why won't you talk to me? Will mm -hmm. you talk to me now? Do you want to talk to me in a minute? What, <laughs> what time do you think you'd want to talk to me? Right. If you were going to be ready to talk, when would that be? <laughs> so what? I'm just yeah. supposed to just be here like everything's normal. And right. You just don't want to talk about it. Right. Like that's Thank normal. You. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I sometimes have a more difficult time. Uh, when that space is needed to process the emotion, because like Matt, I would rather just talk about it right now. Especially if it ain't about me. I'd rather, right. well, I'm saying like, if it's not me, the one that's having like the struggle, right. I'd rather talk about it right now. But if I'm having the struggle and I'm not ready to talk about it right now, and you try to get me to, I'm probably gonna tell you to fuck off. Yeah. But like a lot of times too, if I'm not ready to talk about it in the moment, for me, it's never a matter of I'm not ready to. It's always a matter of I literally feel like physically feel like I can't get it out of my brain yeah. because I'm because my trauma response is always to freeze. Yeah. So I'm typically like frozen so much in the intensity of it that I literally like, can't get the words out. Um, and so like, but I also told Michael like it's always okay to like keep checking in with me and like, hey, do you ready to talk about it? Are you ready to? Are you sure. How about now? Right, because at the end of the day, like it's my responsibility to keep trying to get to that point to yeah. say like, now's not a good time or I don't have space or can I share about it with you later? And then when we're the person on the receiving end of someone saying that to us, you know, we just have to try our best to respect it yeah. and to honor it. Otherwise you're gonna create yourself as an unsafe space for that person, right? And we don't wanna do that, especially in our relationships. Yeah, I mean, I find for myself personally, if you just leave me alone for five minutes, I'll probably just, move right. on to something else right <laughs> it really takes yeah. a lot for it to become a situation where we need to like quote talk about it right uh because sometimes i can realize it was my own triggers exactly own i'm like that had I'm nothing to do with you and right. that was all me and i don't right. even need to let go and do it exactly like, so like i may not need to but then if my partner's like i'm just trying to understand you and yeah. you're struggling with I'm happy to talk about it, but when I've been able to move through it and I'm okay, like whether I breathe through it, whether I realize it was my own shit and I work through it, like then it's usually like more accessible for me to actually share. Right. So hope that helps. Yeah. I mean, um, don't slam the door and walk out. Right. And if you do, then try again the next time. Apologize. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. So hopefully like that helps, you know, answer your question. You know, it's kind of a lot of different ways to look at it. And then if anyone hears, you know, how we shared and what our responses were, and if you feel like that triggered another question for you about something, of course, those are, are things that you can always send to us too that we're happy to answer here on the Q&A segments. And if there's ever a share that you have or a question that you have, and you specifically don't want it shared on the podcast, you can always tell us that. Tony and I don't ever like use names, even if people like give us their names usually to share. 
uh, other than our own names, it's just usually our partners' names that we yeah. talk about. Or Emma and Michael. I know. <laughs> the other day, Michael's like, "You just you said this." I'm like, "Well, I told you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like I told you, dude. <laughs> get it, get it, get it, dude. Um, but yeah, so it's okay. It's fine. We're all just trying to still learn how to navigate life, right? As whatever selves we are, it's constantly changing every moment. So the more that we can all just try our best to give ourselves more grace and to give others more grace, the better world it's going to be. So it is. So it is. Um, all right, y'all. It was good. It's been a while. We missed you. It's going to be a couple weeks before our next episode, but we will have it to you. Holler at us if you need us please and thank you love you bye guys bye y'all be sure to follow us on instagram at it's fine you're fine we're fine and check the link in the bio to find out how to work with us and what we're up to and remember it's fine you're fine we're fine your journey is all and perfect order Thanks for listening.